Where's I Kevin? think we should do it. If we don't do it now, they're going to yeah, close the it. room on us do and it. throw us out. Do it. So oh, we better get on you it. You know what I can't understand is how do we start a program in a in a place filled with almost 2,000 delegates and we had no one here? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Hey, listen. Kevin Elliott uh, is just stepping up here to the desk. We're going to... Yes, we're going to do our live from Las Vegas show By right now. By the way, who are we? Yeah, I'm Matt Jolly, an air show announcer, and you are Rob Ryder and Rick Peterson, both right. air show announcers. How can you be both you and me? Well, you know. All right. It is what it is. Live from the convention in yeah. Las Vegas, the ICAST convention, live from the Pacific Air Show yeah. stage. Not bad for second place. Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Can we just keep the, the, the bed up for a little while? Yeah. I mean, it just it gives me something you love to it. tap my foot to. That's right. You know? Saved by smooth jazz is Kevin Elliott. Exactly. I'm glad you're here. This reminds me of a certain pinnacle luncheon. Yeah. You know. Ricky loves to lay down the smooth jazz yeah. in yeah. the middle of the awards. You did a great job. Rick is an influencer. Hosting. I'm, I'm an influencer. There he you is. go. Yeah, you that's did. what I do. That was some funny stuff that you pulled out of the bag. It reminded me of the old days. We got away with a few things. Yeah. It's not uh, at every public event. Uh, you can use the word t- yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed. <laughs> and by that. Show. show. I was going to say, just see, since it's not, it may be an FCC non-compliant word, but it is yeah. not for us on the podcast. We show all day long. Well, yeah. No, you can't, because Matt's he's already getting Except old. for when my mother. <laughs> yeah. That's not a kettle you hear. That is that is actually Matt's sphincter tightening right now. <laughs> well, Matt's really got nothing to worry about at this I point, don't, to because be honest. My career is down the tubes because of what I said on Kevin's video, and that's okay, because I'm in every word of it. Yeah. It's, it's, I said it's there's, there's Kevin Elliott, and then there's everybody, everybody else. else. A lot of us put these shows together in a good way, uh, as something that would entertain an aviation enthusiast. You want to include everybody. I think that's the big, uh, to be honest with you, I think that's the biggest piece of the pie that's missing. See, I think everybody leads with this idea of altruism and the STEM and the children and all of those things, which are all, I mean, they couldn't be more important, right? I was inspired by going to El Toro as a kid. You know, I w- grew up across the street from Boeing and walked through the spa- the Skylab and all of those things. The problem is, is that those things don't really generate a commercial return. And so when you lead with that as your primary objective, you uh, you, you sort of end up always kind of coming up a little bit short, right? So you're, and, and that's, that's the secret. So we're trying to lead with a commercial business. So you bought a beach. We, we buy a beach. We, we put on this big show. Uh, I mean, you could imagine the the NFL going in and, and, and trying to lead with their primary objective is, you know, uh, teaching children to, you know, have an interest in whatever. I mean, that's just not the way you run a commercial enterprise. However, if you look at all the good things that NFL Cares does in the background and how they support those communities, they're able to do all of those things because they have a commercial enterprise on the front end. And so... You know, we're just putting things in a little bit of a different order, that's all. Okay, so are you just a rich California guy spending a lot of money, having a huge booth, running around like it's uh, some dot-com company with Nerf guns inside this thing, having a great time? I mean, this is a fun booth. It's massive. It's like the size of two charter buses or four put together square. Why spend the money when when most of these booths are are knitted together by Aunt Ethel and... (laughs) It's 10 by 10, and that's all you get. Why, why is a show even spending money on a booth? Because I know everybody that's, that's here is trying to figure this out. 
Well, I can just take you back. So you guys know I'm relatively new to the business. But when I showed up here and I saw my first ICAS, you know, of course, I was like, you know, what the hell is this <laughs> going to be, right? So <laughs> I showed up here. I didn't even know there was such a thing as an air show convention. Surely this is going to be small. And actually, I got here and realized it's actually quite large. There's yeah. a lot of people that attend. But what struck me as being significant was as I walked through the halls, it's all the performers, right? And as I got to know the performers, I realized most of them have full-time jobs and are doing this as a hobby, right? So I found it odd that we were expecting these guys to sort of stand there like a meat market. You got Rob Holland over here, who's like the 18 millionth uh, time <laughs> right. world, world champion. champion. World champ. <laughs> and he looks like if there was a rope there, he'd try to hang himself from the ceiling. You He's know? right around the corner. And so what I said was, I said, you know what? I got to bring some life to this. And I want to demonstrate that it's okay to think differently, right? And yeah. so that is all this booth is. It's not a uh, measuring contest or me trying to be cocky at all. It was me trying to find a way to deliver value and then to, to put a booth here to say, hey, it's okay to think differently. And, you know, frankly, the only people so far that I, we've, I, mean, I think we've inspired a few, but, you know, CAF had contacted me and said, you know, we really want to elevate our booth game. We saw what you had done. And so I feel like a spectacular to, to booth some, here to this some, year. To some extent, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. And, and yeah. to answer your question, no, I'm not uh, a rich guy from California. You know, I don't have a rich daddy or an investor. I, I built my business the old school way but um you know i'm just into adding value and so it's a little unfair also because i own a production company so right. some of this stuff you know sort of falls off Borrow. the truck if you will <laughs> right um, so so don't look at it all as if i had to pay for this there'd be absolutely no way in hell that there would ever there would ever look like this but yeah. in a it's way all it's all out of the warehouse right exactly yeah. exactly yeah uh, I, it's just it's it's fun it's fun to be here and that's why we wanted to do the show now for like the third year yep at the booth. Yeah, and, then, and, and thankfully and this here. year I'm not I'm not appearing from home. Yeah. On you know a big screen in the middle of all this, I'm here this year, which yeah, is yeah. We great. do miss the live from Canada bug though. We should probably <laughs> we should have pinned that on his lapel maybe. I don't know. And we got we were jealous. We were yeah. jealous because you had the largest image. We had size envy here because oh, you had the largest go. image yeah. of the three Jeez. of us. Let's change the subject to talk about Australia, shall we? Because oh yeah, yeah. yeah let's put another yeah. shrimp brand, on the Barbie. It's the Pacific Air Show. <laughs> Good eye, Mike. Good eye, Mike. From Huntington Beach, California, and the Gold Coast, August 1820 next year. This is exciting. Yeah, it's uh, going to be the largest uh, air show event in the history of Australia. Um, we're, we've been working on it for more than four years. And basically, it was hatched because um, Ken and I, you know, were sitting around Ken Ashmore, our director of air operations. And he's the godfather of the Huntington Beach show. He really came up with the idea. And uh, we said, you know, this is so special. There's got to be another place where we can replicate this. And, uh, you know, obviously, the East Coast is pretty saturated with shows. There's not a lot of great beaches. Uh, other sort of beautiful straight long beaches that we could come up with domestically so we sort of turned our eyes internationally and we we said what about gold coast we we're actually on an airplane flying back from daytona beach interestingly and said what about gold coast and we reached out and the rest is history so and it got done four years in the making um i've spoken to everybody from the uh you know the the local secretary at the city of gold coast to the prime minister of australia to carolyn kennedy and beyond and and frankly, everybody's excited about this. It should be the largest, the most significant mateship event between the United States and Australia in history, maybe with the exception of uh, World War. There well, was going to be a kangaroo in the booth, by the way. Was yeah, it? that's actually a real thing. So pleased about that. Matt, you're going to be going <laughs> over there. I just, I can't imagine a kangaroo getting yeah. loose and, and whatever. Well, but, we're actually going to put a but, kangaroo in the tub in his right. room, and we're going to feed yeah. it old pizza. So <laughs> it's, it's going to be okay. great. Don't worry. It's going to be great. But the oh, question, question for you, Kevin, will you bring a lot of um, U.S. 
uh, performers over there? Because there aren't a lot of Australian performers over there, are there? And, and specifically with respect to uh, aerobatic performers, uh, Aaron, and I'm blanking on his last name, who came up seventh in the world this Aaron past Delieu, year. Yep. Yes. Yes, sir. Aaron's here somewhere. He's here. He's here. Yes, I saw him yesterday. Hall. We hung out yeah. yesterday. Yeah. yeah, so Matt Hall, the reigning Red Bull Air Race world champion, which I like to say because he's going to wear that forever, which, right. by the way, really pisses off Mike Goulian. So if you get a <laughs> chance to – have you ever seen Mike Goulian? Be sure to – Mention that, um, but uh, Matt Hall is going to be performing in the show. But you're so there's kind of two schools of thought. One is, you know, in my opinion, when you're looking at what kind of countries can support an air show like Pacific Air Show, you have to look at some uh, countries that have an aviation heritage or rich aviation heritage. And Australia is one of those countries where you can go over there and you can see things like I, I got to see a, a Connie, you know, that that was that fl- that flies, you know, all these. Very interesting airplanes. They've got David Lowy and the 100 Squadron and all those cool airplanes out at the Tamora Museum. But you're right. There are a lot of airplanes that they're used to seeing. And so what are we going to do that's different? Um, and I think the format of the show is going to be different. I think the um, the venue is going to be significantly different. The experience is going to be something that they've never experienced before. But in addition to that, we are going to be bringing a significant amount of interest uh, of our of our talent from the United States and, frankly, internationally to Australia. So that is a big focus. Big I'm looking, forward. I'm looking forward to being there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, and we're just going to have a great time down there. That's the most important part. Yeah. All right, uh, get out. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming. Thanks. Yeah, get out and thanks for letting us use your yeah, booth. Thank you, Kevin. I we, was going to say. we got to bring Yonkin over here because he's, he's yeah. waiting in the wings. Chuck oh, Coleman's always, even here. Yeah, this is bull. You guys are going to get a power no, no, bill. Right. Let me tell you. That's, okay. that's yeah. all right. We're ready. <laughs> hey, you know what? Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Kevin Elliott, thank you, sir. What a treat it is yeah. to see his change in thinking, working on changing the paradigm of how we do things in the air show business. I just, I, I love every everything that, that that is Code 4, which is his parent company, uh, is just a lot of fun. It's, a, it's always a lot of fun. Uh, Speaking of a lot of fun, Matt Yonkin's here. Always fun to have you on the show. Hello, guys. How are y'all? You're totally booked up now. And- you know, I'm getting about all I want. Um, right up to 2035. Well, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's it's Sounds been like a good week. Good. But, uh, good to hear. We're having a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, you know, this is a big family reunion. And, I mean, that's that's the reason to come out here. The business just kind of takes care of itself, hopefully, eventually. But, uh, anyway, it's been a good week. Good. Any uh, tornadoes lately? No. <laughs> no, not not we'll here, not at it. home, yeah. that I've, uh, not that I've heard recently. Any uh, chingaderas? Uh, no, still the same one from a few years back. It's in a place of honor in my office. Any uh, emus? They're probably still running through the uh, hills of the Ozarks. I, I honestly can't uh, oh, attest to how that yeah. all work turned out. Well, what the hell have you been doing? I mean, you don't have any good stories. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you, you got to tell us a good one, Matt, <laughs> before you leave here. We're going to hold your feet to the fire on this but one. Please understand that Mr. Youngkin, who has been doing 20-plus shows a year yeah. in the Twin Beach, now has a job flying an airplane that he can sit in, not, and, sit in and not smell like after an hour. Huh? That, that's a fantastic change in my <laughs> world. <laughs> yeah. I've got a story we could tell. Yes, uh, sir. All right. So the, we're, we're, down in the, we're down in the bar the other night. No. That's puffing away at I a cigar. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> and uh, I don't see him up there, right? He's behind me, you know, because he has the advantage. He's he's a country boy. He knows that you always want to be on the mountaintop, never in the valley. I'm down there sitting there talking to Kevin. In the valley. And, and, and all we're, we're hanging out down there. And suddenly I'm wearing this jacket. I'm cold. 
and my back starts getting really, really cold. And I'm going, what in the world is going on? <laughs> so I'm sitting there kind of squirming a little bit longer, and then I, I feel wet. And I'm like, God, what is going on? And I look, turn around, and I look there, and there's an ice cube. And it's just slowly melting. And then I look up high, and just above the ledge, I see the eyes of Matt Yonkin, much like he is right now, and Rifle Shetterly. And they've been throwing ice cubes down there. And they've been melting. Direct hit. Yeah, so of course I walk up there, and you know, they're, they're well into the scotch and the cigars. And well, we start talking. let's just say well-oiled. We start talking. And well. Rifle says, I've got to show you a video. And that's where I'll let Matt pick it up. Oh, shoot. I'm, I, you're going to have to refresh my memory. It wasn't well, see, I told you well, he was well-oiled. <laughs> so you say, you know, you know. Do it, do it. Come on. I let Rifle fly oh. my airplane <laughs> to an air show. Yeah, that happened. So, anyway, he, he and... Uh, he and my twin beach became very good friends. They did become they became very good friends. And this is the freight beach. This is the freight beach, and uh, you know, yeah. I I will not divulge no. the the full extent of what may or may not have right. uh, you know been ta- had taken place on the video. But I will tell you that uh, they went and got barbecue. Yeah, together. they flew <laughs> flew to get barbecue first. They did. They were it supposed was... to bring it to Kansas City, and they stopped in Miami County and got barbecue on the way up. Because why not? Why not? No. We're all waiting. Do you remember we were there and yes, Rifle lands, yes. of course, the airplane? But what we didn't realize is that he'd been on a barbecue run, and then he and Jeff got to know the freight beach, as Matt says, very, very well. And in case somebody doesn't know, the freight beach is the one that was restored that his dad, Bobby, flew, yeah. yep. uh, Ro- Romeo Yankee, right? The, that's correct. The that's, white one. That's 18 what put, Romeo Yankee. Put food on the table for the whole Yonkin family for years and years, didn't it? Yes, sir. And you even think that it uh, it may have, did it bring the lion home? It did. It did. So, uh, real quick, interesting story about that. Uh, I didn't find out till Dad passed away that one of his heroes was Roscoe, Roscoe Turner, the air race pilot that raced for the Gilmore Oil Company. Yep. Roscoe had a handlebar mustache. You're about to get assassinated by Carolyn Boggs, who's got a <laughs> drum gun. That, that thing's smart. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, Roscoe had a handlebar mustache and a uh, pet lion named Gilmore that yeah. he named after his airplane. Well, coincidentally, my father had a handlebar mustache and a pet lion that he named Samson after his air show mount uh, that he had for many years. Anyway, what I didn't know until later was uh, I knew that uh, Samson had come home from a zoo in Caney, Kansas, in the back of that white twin beach. You know, but, and that was the one and only time he ever flew. But what I didn't know was that Roscoe Turner bought that white twin beach brand new from the factory in 1957. Oh, wow. wow. So if what Gilmore was still around, there's a chance that Gilmore and Samson could have ridden in the same airplane. I don't know. <laughs> wow. is that cool? <laughs> As pilot and co-pilot? Uh, yeah, maybe. I love it. I, I just, like stories like that. There I it is. Too. The history. I just like Matt Yunkin. Great guy. Did you, did you watch Top Gun? I did. Were you amazed at the opening session there, listening to all the stories behind the scenes? And I, I thought it was really fun. Now, our opening general session featured Stephanie Strickland interviewing Chuck Coleman, Frank Weiser, and Kevin LaRosa, three guys who were very instrumental in making that movie work for Tom All the Cruise. aerial stuff. Uh, Kevin, yeah. Kevin directed, coordinated all of that. Walleye, the former, former Blue Angel, former, former Blue Angel yeah. uh, did all the jet stuff and the low stuff. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Chuck initiated them to aerobatic flight so that they would 
be able to train and know how to handle G or how to how to look when they were handling G's and get used to the whole idea. And uh, it was a great behind-the-scenes look at something that has become epic. Uh, I mean, the realism in the film is well-earned. Yeah, is that something that Tom Cruise was uh, very, very serious about? And you add Randy Howell to that with the Cinejet and the kind of footage they got. Yeah. There is so, so much real flying in that movie. Right. Uh, so little CGI. It's, it's, uh, it is spectacular. Well, let's just talk to Chuck. He's here. Well, Matt Yonkin, thank you for being with us. Thanks for coming by, bud. Hey, Tell people how they advice. can get a hold of you if they want to have you on their show. Uh, <laughs> just call Matt Jolly. He's got there all you know. his contact. Listen, I had a blast camping at Oshkosh with you. We're gonna. I hope we can do it again this year. I do too. That was, Not in the same tent, but that was a I little think, awkward. That's, but that's you know, how we all ended up with yeah. COVID. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, we were fun. neighbors. We were. He it was got a lot it. Of fun. I didn't. You didn't get it. I didn't Lucky get it. you. I did. Uh, I got home. it from Kidventure. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> awful. COVIDs. You just right. got to be careful playing around at bouncy toys. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the kids are that age. So I was thinking, yeah. too, we got Chuck here, but if we had, uh, you know, Matt Jolly, Matt Yunkin, and, and Matt Hall, we'd have the Matt, Matt, Matt show. And, uh, or just a rug. Or <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's bring Chuck Coleman have a, up here. Where's the right. rim shot? Take care, yeah, guys. right like there. This. There you go. You're more than right. happy to leave yeah. this program now. <laughs> Matt, thanks well, for that, coming over. The air came right out of those tires. Oh, my oh. goodness. <laughs> yeah, this has just been fun. I had, had Kevin Elliott. Yeah. Matt Yonkin, the yeah. one and only now Chuck Coleman of Top Gun fame and, and so much more. Thanks for coming by, Chuck, to Show Center. Appreciate the opportunity. It's so, a show you've never heard of, I'm sure, but we're glad you're on it. So thanks for being here. What's the name of the show? Show Center, the Air Show, show Podcast. Podcast. We're, we're so, world famous in small circles. We have, uh, we have a listenership way up in the dozens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to be a yeah. subscriber. Six, well, that's good. Seven, now, so, yeah. seven of them are here. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> the, the movie... Yeah. How many times, Glenn, you took all the actors up. Correct. Because they, they had to learn what it was like to be in the positions they were about to be in. So there was a transitional thing. You started with a Cessna. You worked your way up to the extra. Right. Then it went out of your hands into the L-39, and then finally they got to sit in the back seat of these Super Hornets. Right. Glenn Powell. Yes. Who's gone on with devotion now and has gone on to have a, a great career flying. Like, sure you know, has, he, yeah. Not a career, but he's, he's flying now. Threw up how many times in your airplane? Um, Almost was, every time he went, right? I have a written, I'm sworn not to tell those numbers. Oh. <laughs> but He was a pretty determined actor, though, wasn't he? Well, what was remarkable about him, and I've never had anybody like him, he'd maybe have to use the bag, but then 10 seconds later, 10 seconds later he'd have it secured. He would go, what's next? Isn't that and cool? And usually recovered. when that happens, oh, I'm done, let's go land. And not Glenn. Glenn's it could got take that. people a day to recover from that, too. I know. Yeah. And he was like that. And then the same with um, Frank Weiser and that. He, he kind of, he just has that stanima about him and huh. everything. So, you know, and a lot of the actors were kind of getting nauseous and things like that. And they're recommending, ooh, I need to eat different or not eat or whatever. And this rice and ginger was kind of the magic Really? Things to eat, and they tried it and didn't work so good. So, I don't know. <laughs> Did you tell them the words peanut butter? Is that kind of a good thing? Well, I'm told it's same coming up as it did going down. I know, know. B bananas too are a good thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah well, Why don't we trade some different. energy for airspeed okay. or altitude for airspeed? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just bring up all the cliches, as <laughs> okay. Greg Coons would accuse us of that. But, you know, one other thing I want to point out, though, okay. and Glenn's never going to hear this, but, but 
our our idol, the the late great Bob Hoover. I mean, he talked a lot he about sure did. this. So, in Glenn's defense, I I think he's he's well on the way, and it sounds like he really enjoys it. He's got his private pilot license, yeah. working on his instrument rating. That's wonderful. And kind of even before this, he actually had he had the rights to make Devotion a movie before Top Gun Maverick. So wow. his aviation, and he was John Glenn in Hidden Figures. Great movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Seen great, it, right? yep. great movie. And there's John Glenn. And then kind of the joke was because Ed Harris was in Top Gun Maverick, and I said, wow, Ed Harris was uh, John, John Glenn, Glenn in, in the right, right stuff. stuff. Flying over the same place that I'd go to the high desert to do the aerobatics, and you know, I'd point out, ooh, Edwards and lake beds and lifting bodies and shuttles. Because that's your background, Chuck. I, yeah. You know, you spent so much time with scaled composites right. doing all of those, the test work with those very, very radical designs, and yet... And you're a member of the Society of Experimental Test Pilots, right. and here you are taking actors up yep. in a movie, and now you're a freaking rock star. <laughs> I have a question. Did, sure. Was there ever anything at, at when you walked out there to the line, uh-huh. that you just it, specifically at scaled, where you just thought, "What in the I world? I'm not getting in there. Are they like? <laughs> okay. What is this? I mean, seriously. Because okay. yeah, my my first day, 20 years ago now, I, I showed up, Bert. You know, we don't know what they're working on, really. Right. And I was going to come out and fly the Proteus. Oh, know, yeah. The Proteus, yeah, yeah, the little yeah, yeah. gullwing, high-altitude plane. The first day I came there, and Bert was so excited to see me. And that says, I want to show you something. So he took me out to the back shop, and there was this white knight, the mothership for oh, the Spaceship yeah. One. Yeah. And he says, yeah, that, that flew this week, and we're, we're building a spaceship and stuff like that. And Bert, you know, he's just got that boyish... I'm going to do this. And he sure. did like 40-something airplanes out of Mojave, first flights and everything. It's like he's just, A legend. He is. And yeah. it's kind of like, you know, early on before the spaceship was even dropped, because our first test was a glide flight back into the um, Mojave airport. And you just look at it and you go, can we do this? I mean, right. it's we're building a spaceship out in the desert, you know, and it's kind of like, Ooh, those yeah. crazy people in the <laughs> deserts are doing this stuff. Like Burning Man has crazy well, Burning, people. Burning Man was interesting this year <laughs> yeah. that they used a, an air show Airbus to help with all of the air traffic in <laughs> yeah. that crazy thing. So, okay. um, back to the desert, though. Okay. You didn't know what film you were being hired for at the beginning, but it finally became obvious who and what it was, and Tom Cruise interviewed you. Correct. What was yeah. that like? Okay. In the current airport, little airport in the desert next to China Lake. Yep. And um, sh- showed up and in the extra, and I saw, ooh, there's some L-39 here, Patriot L-39s. And then I saw Randy Howell inside, and I saw Steve O'Hinton, Steve Jr. inside. And then I walked in the hangar, and ooh, there's a P-51 there. And then I talked to a producer, uh, Tommy Harper was his name. He's big producer for that. And he says, thanks for coming up. And he kind of talked me about schedule and all this stuff. So I kind of made it through his interview. He says, um, Tom Cruise wants to talk to you, you know? And I'm going, sure. Ten minutes ago, I didn't even know he was going to be there. And then all of a sudden, talk to that. And, you know, <laughs> you're kind of telling yourself, act professional. You don't want to be that. And you don't want to start quoting uh, Need for Speed and all this <laughs> other stuff like fanboys do to him and everything like that. <laughs> but I just, you just said, wow, that's 
Tom Cruise is talking to me, not a like there's a fake Tom Cruise around here somewhere. Yeah. Yes, there, there's a lookalike here today. But anyway. <laughs> and a fake Iceman as well. <laughs> but that, and then he, 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 he basically said, we're going to do it realistic this time. We're not going to green screen. We're not going to CGI everything. We want yeah. as much realism as it can. And then, you know, when can you start flying? And go, when do you want to start flying? So we did that. So within a, a week thing, I was doing the first flights with the actors. Did you fly with him at all? I did, actually. One time, we were based kind of at the Van Nuys Airport and going up to the desert to aerobatics. And then one, one morning, Tommy Harper called me up and he says, Tommy needs a ride up to Inyokern. Can you do it because his charter plane or something kind of broke down? And I said, sure, I'd do that. So Van Nuys to Inyokern is about 45-minute flight. I just nonstop, we talked about airplanes just the whole time. And what was remarkable is, you know, he's in the front seat, you know, and I'm going, wow, Tom Cruise is up there and everything. And occasionally he would turn and you could see that smile and everything like that. <laughs> but we talk, I mean, we're, we're within one year of age from each other. So it's kind of like, you know, yeah, I went to high school with Beer. this guy and yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking airplanes and stuff. But he said some of the things were his two favorite airplanes was the P-51 Mustang and the, uh, the Spitfire. Those were his mm. two. And he actually had a pictures in his wallet that he would keep. Oh, wow. Good. So I'm thinking, well, he needs a Spitfire now. Yeah, yeah that, he does. And he could get one. But, you um, think? Yeah. yeah. But just. I think. I mean, it just aviation is just the energy he has about talking about aviation. And we talked about our moms and growing up and everything like that. So it's kind of a. Very cool. Wow. An hour alone with Tom was just. Well, and through this, wow. we've gotten to know you better now, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. This has yeah. been great. Sure. Chuck, thanks for coming yeah. by. Yeah. I, I really appreciate you coming by. We're going yeah. we to wrap things up here for okay. our, our, our convention episode. Music? Yeah, I know. We got, we got some coming in gonna, here. But, no uh, prop wash? Uh, well, we're going to do that here <laughs> in the next episode. Oh, uh, Live from Las Vegas of Show Center, the Air Show Podcast. Chuck Coleman, been a lot of fun having you on here. Thank appreciate you so much. Thanks, Thank Chuck. you. All right, Ricky P. And Rob Ryder. Yes. We're going to do a second episode, I guess. Yes. From Las Vegas, and we will include prop wash in it. Yes. So you all stay tuned. So we can take a potty break? Yeah. Yeah. Run on over. Okay. You can do it or you can do it right here. There's a trash can right there. Excuse me. May I go to the bathroom, There you go. Thank you. Yep. Brought to you in part by Mike Goulian Chapstick here, the number one chapstick (laughs) at the convention. The convention. That's right. All right. Talk to you all in the next episode. So long, friends. Oh, yeah. See ya.